High lab, land of the... <laughs> All right, I'm going to start over again. Nope, nope, nope. This oh, is it. That's your uh, intro. Sorry. Damn it. <laughs> well, hi, land of the living. Welcome to Death is Everything. Thank you. Oh, right. <laughs> and I am Marianne. I guess I'm Chris. He always guesses. He's never sure. It makes me wonder. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm an alien in his <laughs> Who skin. am I going to get? next episode <laughs> <I know. laughs> is it gonna be chris are you gonna oh. guess a different name is I that think, even your real name i think i'm jean-luc picard oh yeah wow i'm a captain of a starship Shit! i have so many questions <laughs> <laughs> hey shoot are you a trekkie or a star wars it is actually <laughs> may the 4th may today. the 4th yeah i mean uh, it's not on release day but you know I am one of those who, who who straddles the middle. I love them both. Mm. I grew up on them both. My dad was just a nerd, so <laughs> I grew up watching the original Star Trek with them and the movies, and I also watched the original Star Wars. He he didn't care. Yeah. He just wanted something cool. So yeah, yeah. The feud never made seeing... sense to me. <laughs> you know? The feud. Yeah, I feel like they should all get along because there's similarities and i'll probably get shit for saying that <laughs> i have uh one of my coworkers is actually getting me a lightsaber umbrella from disneyland today cool uh, shout out to Kay. thanks Kay. hey Kay. hey Kay. What's up? may the fourth be with you i didn't get to work with you enough but you know yeah she's cool i hear you're doing good things and i like it <laughs> <laughs> keep that money tight so um <laughs> Leave my towels alone, Gizmo. Oh, no. God damn it. Oh, do you need to close the door? It's fine. All right. So today uh, is our finale episode of the spring season. Boo. (laughs) Oh, should we just perpetuate this into eternity just forever and ever? Yeah. We'll work that out eventually. I'm, (laughs) I don't know. I'm, I have commitment issues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, I like being around you, but man, I need a break. From I just you. need like a break. Yeah. Well, so, so we're, uh, yeah, so we're coming, spring is coming to a close. Summer approaches. Um, we've had an interesting and fun and also chaotic, <laughs> like intense and emotional and all kinds of things this season. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and spring being all about renewal, right? And everything's, all the plants are coming back to life. Mm-hmm. Uh, animals are procreating. Sure. Things are, you know, things are beefing back up. And then we have summer, which is just like the fun time. Yeah, that's like, you know, your 20s. Oh, great. Right? <laughs> so during the summer, we're going to act like we're in our 20s or what? Yeah, Sunday fun. I mean, yeah. All right, well, I better take a nap. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I'm ready for that again. (laughs) But um, so, yeah, so we've so we've had a lot of things, talked about a lot of cool stuff. Um, At some point, I will want to revisit the cute animals because we've discovered more deadly adorable so so many cute deadly animals yeah and i think we'll also eventually come up on some ugly animals 
animals that kill. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah why you brought not? this up. I the love scariest it. looking. Like weird. I don't even. Need, I I want them to not be scary looking, but ugly. You know, like ugly. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. just just an yeah. ugly killer. Oh, I'm sure. I yeah. I've already been kind of looking at pictures, so. If looks could kill. <laughs> yeah, that maybe that's what we'll call it. Mm. Um, so a few things came up recently. We discussed grief and grieving, grieving people and how to comfort them or what to say. Um, and so today I think we'll talk about that. Excellent. Yeah. Let's talk about sad people. Well, and how to help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That's right. That's right. How to yeah. be there for sad people. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so many things spark grief for people. Obviously, like, death is a big one. It's probably the biggest one. Sure. And um, though people grieve many different things, so some of this advice or some of these these uh, phrases or things things to help uh, might apply in other situations as well. So take it and like, run with it. Like grieving the end of your 20s. Yeah. Or the beginning of your 40s. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't feel like I'm grieving, but you know. No, I no. I thought I was. <laughs> I was having terrors of pre-40s. Like oh. 38, I was like, the end is nigh. <laughs> and, and then 40 came and I was like, oh, it's exactly the same. Thirty. Yeah, yeah. Only now when you say it, everyone goes, you look so good for your age. Yeah. Thanks. I think that's the shift that's starting. I've always right? gotten that, to be fair. Everyone just thinks I'm like 10 years younger than I am. Yeah, same. Which is great. But mm-hmm. now it's like, oh, whoa, bro. Yeah. yeah. I'm like a little offended because they are calling me old. Right. And that's exactly what I'm getting. They're like, at. wow, like, you're super old, but you like look good for old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's like, you don't understand what you're saying right wow. now. Oh, well, fuck you and thank you at the same time. <laughs> There's a dimorphous emotion for you. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh, I feel both sort of angry and. That is such a great word, dimorphous. <laughs> yeah. It's one of my new favorites. Yeah. Ever since we did that, I'm like, dimorphous, dimorphous. Dimorphous. Yeah. I haven't heard it since we talked about it. And I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. I'll keep saying it. And eventually yeah. you'll be like, okay, stop saying that. <laughs> I doubt That's it. not, it will no longer, it's going to be like when people say literal, where it doesn't, they're, they're <laughs> totally so not angry using about it, it, right? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so what do you say to somebody who's sad, who has lost someone? Um, I even struggle with this, and I'm rarely at a loss for words. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's there's not always one right thing to do, and there are lots of different grief rituals um, or mourning rituals that people do to remember the deceased. We're going to talk specifically today about death grief, um, just to hone it in. Um, and since we are a death podcast, sure, uh, we'll just keep we'll just keep it on topic. Let's just stay on um, point here. Yeah. Uh, so so when someone dies, there's a period of time where there's like the information is getting spread. So you may receive a call like from a relative to say so and so has passed away, and it's not always like a direct relative, you know. Um, 
because oftentimes the people closest to the uh, person who died, they have a lot on their plate. Um, it's a lot to figure out. Yeah. So you may be hearing like from a, a third party. I actually, I did that once. Um, oh. When my friend oh. Ron died, yes. I volunteered to go through their, and back then it was a Rolodex, a literal Rolodex, right. <laughs> and just call. And I mean, I'm shy. Right? Especially back then, I imagine a little. Yeah, and I'm calling, and you know, there had to have been a hundred yeah. fucking cards in this thing. And I'm going person to person and just going, hi, uh, my name is Chris. I'm just calling on behalf of so-and-so and so-and-so. Just, and like, think about that. That alone is like tough Yeah, to be the literal bearer of bad news. Did I yeah. use literally right there? Yes. Um, <laughs> it was just, I don't know, It that that in itself is like pretty tough, but yeah i see how like yeah. she you know she was in such grief mm -hmm. that she couldn't do this herself oh, she didn't want to have this call again and again and again yeah right because she's reliving his death with every phone call so yeah. volunteering as someone at least a little away from it or away from the you know I yeah think if a, you can that is a really that is a good thing to do yeah. to offer would you so you could say to someone um, I'm sorry for your loss. This is a simple one, you know? Yeah. Um, and can I help you with anything like making phone calls? Like calling people. Yeah. That's a, you know, that's a huge help, I imagine. Um, so yeah. So offering to help if you can. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, that's definitely a really kind thing to do do you think now everyone just posts on like they're like i'm not gonna call everyone i'll just post on facebook or i on think Instagram. a lot of people do but there's gotta be still a lot of like maybe text or email or call yeah, I mean, or like group texts maybe yeah i actually so when my mom passed away i made a lot of calls and i did email because some people some relatives were com contacting her via email mm-hmm and then, um, yeah, I communicated with my immediate family about what to post to Facebook. So I think posting, you know, the thing is, I don't think there's any one way to communicate it anymore. Like at one point you had to send like a telegram or go in person, you know, <laughs> now there's a bunch of ways that people communicate. So if someone passes away, you have to reach out to people in all the ways that that person communicated, I think. Mm. So there are so many ways to, um, that people keep in touch nowadays. Like I was saying, I think you have to reach out to people in all the ways that the deceased person would have communicated at least. Sure. I mean, I, I think it's a lot to ask to like, cause you're saying like, okay, there's email, there's text, there's Facebook, there's whatever. I mean, it feels like a lot to like go digging through all their stuff. If they've got a list of contacts, I feel like I would yeah. just contact them. Well, whatever. That, that's, a, that's neither here nor there. If that's they ask you to do a personal. thing. That's kind of personal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's different. Yeah, exactly. But the On point a, is there's no longer just one way. Like, we don't know. Like, right. how, do you, how do you get that out there? Right. Essentially, you just, you just figure it out. You just change but it on a corpse-by-corpse basis. But doing the figuring out is a kind thing you can do for somebody. Right. Volunteering yes. to, to figure that part out. Yeah. And however that means, you know, like, you know, 
some older people are just phone people, you know, like. Yeah. Yeah, a lot. A lot yeah. of older people are. <laughs> so there are different times during this death and grieving process that you will have an opportunity to say things. If you're close to someone, um, like in your situation, you'll have the opportunity to offer direct assistance. Like, can I make calls for you? Can I, you know, I don't know. Some people send out invitations still. Mm-hmm. Um, can I make arrangements um, right. for you if you know what the deceased wanted or if they have um, already made their, uh, what is it called? <laughs> their their will or their trust? Uh, will, trust, or um, their last wishes. Their... their last will and testament, right? Isn't it? Oh, I meant for their body. Like what they oh. want. Um, yeah. Dang, I should know this. But um, yeah, so so the point is like if you're if you're close, you can offer help. If you're a little further out and you're a friend of someone who is going through something, um, once they tell you that they've experienced a death, that's a good time to say, I'm sorry for your loss. Or um, I have a list of some things you can say. If this you'd is like to good. Hear that. This is good too. Like having, like it's good to uh, having almost like a script. Mm-hmm. I hate to say it, but like yeah. options. Because, yeah. like you said, like you're at a loss for words. Like you don't know how to tell someone I'm so sorry without just saying it over and over again. You know. Yeah, and um, it doesn't. Even it doesn't always feel right, even to me. And I'm like, yeah, always looking because you know, the next thing they're going to say is you don't have to say sorry. It's like, I know I'm not saying sorry, like I I killed them unless I I did. Well, they know. I mean, generally, it's like they know what you mean. You're offering condolences. So here are some of the best things to say. And this is as listed uh, on the this is, I believe, a healing i can't i'll find the website later um so number one is i'm so sorry for your loss okay there so you have used it. easy used it's a classic <laughs> if you don't know what to say and you're on the spot just blurt out i'm so sorry for your loss sure which is what most of us do yeah um the second one would be i wish i had the right words mm. but i want you to know i care Oh, okay. That assumes you care. But yeah, got it. Well, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Assuming you care. I mean, if I guess I could just care, lie if I don't. Just... Yes. Sometimes in these situations, in my personal belief, if you, I guess if you don't care, sure. <laughs> just say I'm so sorry for your loss. Yeah. Stick with <laughs> If the that's old... a lie, you know, sometimes just walk away if you're just an asshole. <laughs> just be quiet and walk away. Yeah, yeah. That's also always okay. (laughs) (laughs) Get out of my life. Yeah, just, yeah. Uh, The third one is, I don't know how you feel, but I'm here to help in any way I can. You know? Mm -hmm. I think that's a good one. Yeah, straightforward. Yeah. Uh, You and your loved one will be in my thoughts and prayers. I am not a fan. But yeah, we've heard too many thoughts and prayers in the news. So, yeah. you, you know, you can say, listen, this one, I think you could interchange. 
right? So you could say, you and your loved one will be in my thoughts. Yeah. Uh, and I'll send you good energy or I, yeah, I that's wish what you I the best. You know, like, well, I, I don't know about energy. I wish you the best, but I wish you... Uh, well, yeah. I don't know. I wish you well. I wish you and your family well. Right. You can plug in something there for you'll be in my thoughts. You'll be, in, you know, whatever. But, but no prayers. No, <laughs> well, no, some people specifically, specifically no thoughts and prayers. Cause that's just, it, it sounds fake to me. Yeah. I mean, it depends if you're a, some religious people would like to be prayed for. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about praying, praying specifically, but it's the mm. phrase thoughts and prayers. The phrase with that, that it's like, it feels so cookie cutter, like you don't even mean what you're saying. You're just saying what yeah. says. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It's different for then I'm sorry for your loss, because it's like I'm sorry yeah. for your loss. That's as simple as it gets. But my thoughts and prayers. It's like, this uh this isn't my list. This comes from shit. <laughs> Here it is. Uh grief.com. Mm. Ten best and worst things you can say to someone in grief. Uh, okay. Uh, number five, my favorite memory of your loved one is now I'm iffy on that one. Now they're not saying like, it's not like they just gave you the news and now you're just blurting out a happy thought. No, this is to say to someone in grief. So it's not necessarily, like I said, there's, there's a lot of different points in the grief process. It is, it can be hard to tell, like, when should you say something? Yeah. Um, but I, I like that, you know, because it's also like, it, it's kind of offering that person a moment to think of a positive memory of them yeah. instead of just thinking about them being dead, right? Yeah. Like, that's like, pretty. Oh, I remember when this person yeah. did this. And yeah. They, you know, and nice memories are always one of the big positives about death. Like I think, I think about the people who've died in my life, and when I do, I'm thinking of like mostly positive memories, or you know, or whatever your most clear memories of them. Mm-hmm. And it's nice to hear what other people remember. Yeah, because sometimes it's different, or it will spark a memory for you of something you maybe you hadn't thought about in a while, or yeah. Or something you didn't know about them. And that's mm-hmm. always cool too, you know? I yeah. think it's it's like we see our lives as finite, right? And then our our loved one passes away and we think that that's the end of our new memories of them. Like, this is it. Like, I'm not going to have any more experiences with this person. And then you hear a story about them of like something you didn't know. Mm. And it's like, ah, something new. Like yeah, there's more yeah. to them than I, it's interesting. And I yeah, think it. That's a cool way of thinking of it. Yeah. 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 So memories of loved ones. Yeah. Excellent. I'm, I'm on board with it. Excellent. Okay. Uh, the next one is I'm always just a phone call away. Mm-hmm. Or a text, or a yeah. you know message. Whatever. Please, please call me. Yeah, yeah. please. Yeah, I'm yeah. here. I'm here. Yeah, I think that's a really good one. It can be hard when you're in grief to reach out. Yeah. Um, Which so this was one of the reasons I kind of wanted to talk about this because 
when was it? Anyway, I, I, I was telling someone else, like, oh, they were, they were going through it, or they knew someone who was going through it. That's it. They knew someone who was going through it. And I was like, look, I know for me personally, mm-hmm. I hide. I go into yeah. my shell, and I can't leave my room, or I'm yeah. just sitting there dwelling in it, stewing in, in my pain. And I was telling them, like, look, I know that they're probably struggling and they want to do that because there's a part of you that also needs to, like the catharsis of just going completely inward. But I was like, but me personally, reach out, like, and don't reach out once. Keep reaching out. Like, I need to be be reminded that my life is still going on. And the best thing someone can do for me is to keep trying to pull me out of there, if even just gently, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so, I agree. Yeah. Sometimes you need a little more than just them saying it. Yeah. Um, because often if you're if you're grieving and you say I need help or I I need someone, like you've already been feeling it intensely before that. Yeah. And for some people and and it could be so bad that like you know, that's a point where you're suicidal or something like that. Mm-hmm, like like mm-hmm. the point where you're asking for help is often way beyond the point that you actually needed help. Um, in my, yeah, in my yeah. I mean, are you talking about grief or depression? Well, I'm talking about grief because I'm thinking of when I've, mm. you know, de- they can interchange if it's they can, situational absolutely. depression. But, yeah. But in, in my time, you know, when I was going through it, mm-hmm. I needed that, you know, yeah. I needed someone to, to reach out and be like, Hey, yeah, how me. are you? What's up? Yeah. I'm coming doing? over. I'm bringing lunch, mm-hmm. you know, that sort yeah. of thing. You need a, and you, you need a hassler <laughs> and you, yeah. And you, and you, and you fucking hate it. You're irritated by it, but you're also like, but then so later it's like, damn it. That they're there. Yeah. I needed that kick in the ass or 100%. whatever. Yeah. 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 So so pick your battles, <laughs> land of the <laughs> yeah. living. You know, it's like these, all of these situations are very personal. It depends on how you know someone. Mm-hmm. If it's your really good friend, it's like, sometimes it's okay to poke. Yeah. And be like, are you okay? Are you okay? I'm oh. checking in. And and again, like not even making it like, are you okay? But just, uh, hey, I'm coming over or, hey, let's do yeah. this. You know, like. Right, 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 right. And I think if we're grieving, it can be hard sometimes to voice when you need help, but it's easier to voice when you need to be alone. So mm-hmm. I think that it's almost better to reach out a little more than it is to mm. reach out less. Yeah. Does that make sense? I don't I- know. For me, it's different. For me, it's harder to be like, I need to be alone. Mm. Um, I think I just go silent. <laughs> uh, but but I think you would like if someone was like, "Hey, let's hang out," you'd be like, "No, I'm not. I can't today." Oh yeah, you would. You just come up with not excuses now. why you couldn't. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But so that's a little different. But yeah. Well, let's look at the next one here. Okay. Okay. Well, that was I'm always just a phone call away. Number seven is just to give a, give them a hug. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, you know, you know, obviously respect people's boundaries if they don't want to hug, but you know, you can offer a hug. Yeah. Or may I hug you? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you if, if you it's don't have polite. the kind of relationship where you can just hug them. Yeah. Ask. 
yeah don't just go hugging like yeah <laughs> but yeah it's all, it, i think it's polite to say like you know may i hug you i see yeah. you're upset or whatever um so cool yeah hug hugs possibly welcome <laughs> possibly yeah <laughs> uh number six is we all need help at times like this i'm here for you mm-hmm. that's a mm-hmm. good one yeah yeah and there you go offering help uh i'm usually up early or late depending on what you are uh if you need anything mm. yeah that's a good one and then the last one is saying nothing and just being with them yeah just sit with them i think that's the one that people struggle with the most because they feel like we like we just have this natural inclination to fill the void yeah uncomfortable silence yeah but it's okay like like you're not gonna fix them you're not your words whatever you use right now aren't gonna change their the way they feel so the best you can do is just be there literally be there and that that can totally be enough for someone yeah because yeah i know like i don't want to i want to be alone but i don't right like yeah i want to be alone in my hole but i don't so yeah. maybe if i can be alone together it's that halfway point you know? yeah for me i feel like there's something uplifting about being around people um sometimes i simply can't i just <laughs> yeah. i can't but um but yeah there's something about the energy of just being around people and maybe laughing a little mm-hmm. or not, you know, like, yeah. Or just sitting together, maybe watching a movie or yeah. just being quiet. I mean, you have cats, so that's an excellent uh, absent, silent activity. Yeah. Absent minded <laughs> petting is, is pretty, it's pretty yeah. boss. I like to just watch them sometimes, but yeah. Anyway, those are, those are the, some of the best things you can say to someone in grief, according to grief.com. Okay. And we agreed with some of them. I, yeah. I think most of them I was, to, I think only one I had a problem with. After hearing that list, are there any that did any of them make you think of something else you might say? No, I mean, I think we kind of just covered it with like variations on what they said, but. I think they they nail it there with with some of those. Yeah. And again, the go-to is, I'm so sorry for your loss. Well, I think that's what everyone usually goes to. And then it's like, what do you say after that? When the first 300 people have already said it. And you're like, dang, I got to come up with something not the same. Well, and I I think it's really just about that. It's not about that one sentence. It's about your interaction in total. And like... So I think the, you know, your, you know, the little script is in essence, I'm so sorry for your loss. Mm -hmm. Um, Is there anything I can do to help? Yep. Um, Please, uh, you know, uh, let me give you a hug. May I give you a hug? Yeah. You know, um, maybe sit in some silence there. And then uh, look, I'm I'm awake until fucking 4 a.m. every day. So if you need, give me a call, please. I'm here. You know, like. That's it. That 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 covers everything that usually I freeze after that. I'm so sorry for your loss. I forget what else I can offer. You know, um, so something 
that comes to mind to me is there are times in grief and, and again, everyone's different, but uh, people forget to eat, mm. figuring out dinner is tough or groceries or things like that. Yeah. So those are nice things to offer if you want to offer something specific, aside from just sending flowers, which is kind and that's sweet. So, that's so Italian of you. <laughs> I'm like, give them food. Yeah. Yes. But you're right. It's perfect. I mean, yeah, I think I think that's something that is somewhat healing, you know? It's like, manja. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have a little food. Mm-hmm. So send them a baked CD. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, do you want to hear some of the worst things to say? <laughs> uh, this is honestly what I was waiting for. <laughs> now, um, there may be, there's definitely plenty of terrible things you can say to people in grief. Um, So just for a little comic relief, we'll go over some of the worst things to say. Uh, The first one is, at least they they lived a long life. Many people die young. Yeah, right. Because really all you're doing is minimizing how they feel about it. That's it. Because it's like, yeah, I fucking know that, you piece of shit. Mm -hmm. The the only thing you're doing now is reminding me (laughs) that, that... yeah. What, that I shouldn't feel bad because they live long? Okay, cool. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. I feel bad about it. I right? know my Aunt Mavis gonna... lived to be 113. <laughs> I'm still fucking depressed about I'm it. I'm sad. and yeah. 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 So it's a no shit kind of thing. <laughs> fuck that guy. Like, at least they lived long, a long life. Many people die young. Uh, okay, the next one is they're in a better place. You know that. You know that. <laughs> Already you're mad. I like it. First of all, first of all, <laughs> my loved one was an asshole. So they might be in a worse place. Oh, Secondly, yeah, <laughs> you know they're in a better place? Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Okay, so that's a pretty self-explanatory. I don't believe in why. heaven. Mm, yep, yep. <laughs> Are they in a better place? Are they? I only believe in hell. <laughs> what, what if heaven Everyone's is boring? definitely not in a better place. <laughs> My belief all going. is that everything is terrible after death. Yeah. yeah, it's all bad. It's just... Oh, shit. Yeah. I didn't think about that as a possibility. I know I've heard of some mm-hmm. religions where it's like there's only heaven, there is no hell, but the thought that there's an oh, only hell. Only hell. Hmm. At onlyhell.com. Hmm. What about that? Onlyhell.com. Yeah. We got to get that site. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> onlyhell.com. <laughs> it's just Satan porn. Uh, <laughs> she brought this on herself. Is <laughs> 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 the next one. <laughs> You're going to say that about my dad? She brought uh, this on I'm sorry. I, I went no, with no, what no. they said. I, I'm actually been, been altering it to say like no, they brought this on themselves. I love that. No, I just turned it because it was like, well, maybe <laughs> they were religious. And because my dad had a sex change, suddenly, oh, well, he died. He... Um, yeah, well, <laughs> this one's self-explanatory. Yeah. Unless they were right. And then it's they like, brought this on themselves. <laughs> if they're in the Darwin Awards, then it's possible they brought this on yeah. themselves. Like, well, sorry. <laughs> hey, go check out our Darwin Awards episodes. <laughs> they're pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, those people brought it on themselves. Yeah, they uh, did. For sure. You know, Just don't say to their loved ones. Don't say that to their loved ones. They know. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Most likely. Um, sorry. Uh, yeah. Need Oops. be. 
Allegedly? I don't know. Uh, there is a reason for everything. <sighs> yeah. I this do, one, this, I get it. Just, <sighs> I don't believe that there? either necessarily. Because again, that's so. relying on predestination. But I just don't know if there's you know what? a reason for The everything. variation on it that I don't like. Mm. It's God's plan. It's like, okay, well, God's plan was that everyone dies. I get that. It's kind of like the first one again. It's like you're minimizing my feelings about it. Right. As a non-religious person, my mind goes to <laughs> there's a biological reason for everything, which is like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so now like, it's a state we're of We're all going to die anyway, so they died too. <laughs> so really all they could have said is, yes, your yep. family member is dead. <laughs> <laughs> Which actually wouldn't bother me in a right. way. I'd kind of chuckle about it, like, okay, uh, thank you, yeah. stating the obvious. But um, <laughs> so, yeah, um, they're just another dead person. Yeah. Uh, okay, so where is it? Uh, the next one, the fifth one. Aren't you over them yet? They've been dead for a while now. Oh, my God. Yeah. No way there's people that, no, I guess there would be people saying, mm, I can't, I need to watch myself because there's a lot of fucking mm -hmm. ignorant narcissistic assholes out there. Yeah. It's like mm -hmm. losing someone, it just never goes away. Yeah. It just doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. It softens. Person, animal, doesn't matter. Yeah. I can still burst into tears on the spot thinking about my cat butterfly if I yeah. want to. Yeah. You know, yeah. or the people we're talking about, like, oh, yeah, it's been I mean, 20, everyone. 25 years for, for these people, and they still hold a place in my heart. So don't yeah. fucking assume that this grief is ever going to fully go away. Yep. And don't you dare tell me. And just I should don't be say over that. It. That's fucking nuts. I mean, unless you're saying their name in bed with your oh, new wow. partner, then maybe, Ooh. maybe you need to. Well, um, <laughs> maybe just pick someone who has the same name Oof. and then you could be calling out whoever you want. That's okay. a complicated situation. <laughs> yeah, it's very specific. Uh, yeah, I have no, that's like further into psychology for me. <laughs> I'm going to tell me. I'm like, wow, I knew that's, yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> but either way even if they say the other person's name don't say that aren't you right. over them yet well maybe then be like hey it kind of hurt my feelings when you said somebody else's name well that's a different podcast then, then you saying your dead husband's name we'll talk about oh, our right, uh, we'll do our weird things people say in bed podcast <laughs> another day <laughs> oh man today we're doing grief so um <laughs> yeah so don't say aren't you over it yet this person's been dead for a long time like, that's never helpful if someone's no. in grief don't be a dick yeah uh and number six you can have another child still oh oh boy now when someone loses a child that's probably, I mean, you know, it's hard to say what the worst thing is, but, but don't say this. Yeah. Don't say it. They might be aware that they can't. Maybe they can't. You Maybe really do not know. In well, fact, and, and, in general, keep the comments uh, about people's reproductive situations yeah. to a zero. <laughs> I'm curious if the context of this is 
did the child was the child born did they have a kid and then the child died because saying you can have another sounds well very... that's my assumption based on this you know i assume says, true but i thought that their maybe... child died and this is a person saying you can have another child i'm wondering though if it could right because that's what i like that's we the don't worst know the of context that. you know we but got even you still... want me to uh, we could call no no, no 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 let's call them <laughs> i'm just thinking because my first thought process was because that's such a callous sentence yeah. that it was really like maybe it was a miscarriage or it was a late-term miscarriage it doesn't like matter that. what it was no no I, it's i'm not never saying, a good idea to say it i know i'm not saying <laughs> it should be used ever i'm just saying there is i think the intention of the speaker is slightly different in I, in both of those it does not matter never use it but if you've yeah. got like a 10 year old child and then you're like yeah you can just have make another like, i think anytime you think about saying this phrase you can have another child still just don't say it just forget it forget this phrase ever existed unless you have a child who you hate unless you're the doctor who's letting someone know hey good news mm. you can have another child Right, or if you have a, an evil child, and it's like, or they have an evil. Child. Hey, you can have another child. Maybe they'll be just good. Have another. Whoa, if well, <laughs> if you got a really bad one, I don't know if you want to be making another. Making one. a second one, like making ooh, a second gremlin. I don't know. Stop feeding that them after midnight, like bro. Odds that the rest of society might not want you to take. But anyway, <laughs> the next one is. Uh, they were such a good person. God wanted them to be with him. Oh, God, you selfish prick. God wanted your loved one. So wow. it's good they're dead. So. Like what? <laughs> so when he takes bad people, did what, what do What's you the mean, difference? person? Ugh. That's a confusing one. They were such a good person. God wanted them to be with him. He was so good, he had to die. Yeah, like what? what? Well. How does that? Yeah, I don't know. I'm wondering if they got these from things like in the writer's room, they were like, what is some fucked up thing someone has said? Oh, or like you've they've heard, heard it. Yeah, no, like, I know, because that's very, these? that very much reminds me of like, you know, some things I've heard. People in, say stuff In like church, that. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean. <sighs> Okay, so <laughs> this is just like making me all. I know. Like, I find myself I, like we're both like fidgeting and uncomfortable. I thought this was going to be my favorite Lamp part of the I'm living. Like to... you can't see us. <laughs> we'll eventually we'll get to doing like a YouTube or something, but we're fidgeting. This is very uncomfortable hearing all these things. <laughs> all right, uh, the next one is I know how you feel. Mm. I'm. I, I am of. I do this one. Yeah, and, but I don't think it's always completely wrong. I think it's, in general, like, avoid saying this. Occasionally, you may know what someone feels like, I or think, they may know what you feel like. I think what it does, though, is it, it makes their pain about you. Right. Like, I'm in pain. I know how you feel. Okay, yeah. well, no one asked you, so why are you... Yeah. If anything, you you know, and I and again, I'm I'm saying this as someone who I say it and I catch mm. myself saying it. What I've been, and even still, this does the same thing technically, but um, I think it gives more validity. I've been saying more. I can only imagine. Mm, that's a good through. one. Ah, oh, there's a good one, Land of the Living. Yeah. Uh, I can Maybe only imagine. It, 
it still makes it about you, know. but at least it's like sort of giving. I think it goes back to making saying, them feel they're, I'm they're so feeling sorry. So you know, just not I know or I yeah. You know, even I empathize is a little. You know, it doesn't really apply to grief situation necessarily. Of yeah. course, you empathize. You know. Yeah. Um, but I think keeping it simple is kind of the kind of the key when it comes to like the better things to say are a little more like simple and specific. Um, okay, so I know how you feel. Not the worst, I guess, but not great either. Right, right. Um, she did. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. They did what they came here to do, and it was their time to go. Yeah, that's another one, right? And that's a common one. Yeah. I don't, I, here's the thing. I, this is, again, this is like one of the, it's, it's like, it's meant to be comforting and I don't hate it. Yeah. But one, you're relying on knowing this other person's belief. Two, mm -hmm. again, it's not about whether they did what they're supposed to do or not. It's about how this person's feeling. And yeah. You're not giving them space to just feel it. Like, yeah. It's almost it's, saying, like, well, don't be sad. They, they accomplished their goals. Like, well, yeah. I'm still fucking sad. Yeah. It's not you know? uh, comforting. Yeah. Most of and, these, if you like think about it, they're like, they stir more um, angst than they do comfort. And the, the idea is to put someone at ease who's hurting. Yeah. You know, or just it, it, it's just being present for them because you're yeah. not going to ease them most likely. So the best you can do right. is not try to diminish how they feel or take away from, look, right now they lost someone who in the moment it's the world, you know, that the, the yeah. world ended. It doesn't matter if they came here and accomplished it. It doesn't matter if God loved them more and wanted them. Like none of that stuff is going to, it's definitely not going to make me feel better about it. It just isn't. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing is, so you might as well stick to things that, like, don't take away from my feelings. Yeah. This one, for me, they did what they came to do, and it was their time to go. It's, like, very presumptive. It's like, yeah, what? again. And what was that? <laughs> well, he you made know, you that like... sandwich today. And that then was they what died. he was supposed yeah. to do. Yeah. Oh. You're supposed okay. to make that one I sandwich. Guess that's it. Yeah. Yep. Sandwich number eight hundred fifty-four. That's it. <laughs> That's all. That's he he came here to make seven hundred fifty-four. The Reaper sandwiches. was just waiting on the other side of the refrigerator door. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, the last one of the worst things to say to someone in grief is "be strong." Mm. Just be strong. Oh man, yeah. That's like. That's like don't cry. <laughs> don't like, cry. Yeah. Like, don't feel. Yeah. And, you know, this this feels like it comes from someone who maybe is a little more emotionally. Um, like closed off. Closed off, like someone who that's what they need to do. Yeah. They, they tell themselves that. Mm. Right. Yeah. So they're like saying it to you because. That's what they'd say to themselves. They're like, yeah. Yeah. They're trying to stop their own emotions. Right. They're probably like crying inside <laughs> and they're like, oh. be strong. No, you, you be strong, yeah. Marianne. Yeah. Yeah. Which, and I mean, I, I just, I think our, our society and, you know, the world at large doesn't do a good job of not necessarily celebrating weakness, but just allowing room and space for it yeah. when we need it. Yeah. And when you've lost someone, it's a time. That's a time for 
to, to, to feel weak. Yeah. To, you don't have to be strong. And, and that's why you as a friend simple. is there. You, yeah. the friend needs to be strong for them, you know, yeah. if you yeah. can be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, and strength doesn't mean not feeling. Yes. Yeah. And I think, I think we're confusing a, a bunch of words together. Like yeah. I'm not, I am weak. I want to feel weak. I want to just wallow in this pain. Mm. And to some that would be considered weak, but I don't think so. I think personally it, it means that I'm, I'm stronger in the long run because I'm in touch with everything inside <laughs> me. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. 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 More connected. Yeah. I'm a more, mm-hmm. my whole body mind thing is connect is, is, more put together. Well, I think it's like there's a societal pressure when you say something like be strong uh, to like, like strength is seen as unemotive, mm-hmm. like sort of brute strength. You know, it's just like power through it, um, pretend everything's fine almost. Right. And it's like, no, I think strength is letting yourself feel what's happening. The and then that makes you think maybe that person just doesn't want to deal with you feeling well, sad, probably, <laughs> right? So yeah, it's either I'm themselves assuming, or, or they're just yeah. like, ugh, I just can't with this. Uh, so if you're the griever and someone's saying, be strong, just get the fuck out of there. At least look at the <laughs> situation. Do they always try to stop you from being emotional? Do they always, you know, or are they always trying not to be, you know, there's. Some- yeah. Well, I think maybe you touch on something there. Like if they're saying be strong to you, maybe they're. Like, they're like, ah, oh, they my emotions connect. are like on the brink of escape. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so it's hard to know what to say to someone in grief. Uh, mourning periods vary by culture, religion, family tradition, um, and lots of other factors. And so there's no like necessarily right or wrong time to say something to someone. Um, and the other thing is like, Sometimes people are um, dealing with like a tradition or a ritual and don't like have time to stop and and communicate with you. And it's also okay um, to inquire about people's beliefs as long as you do it respectfully. Um, You know, like asking someone uh, in your uh, death tradition or in your in your family, for your religion, is there a specific way I should, I can pay my respects um, to approach a situation politely Mm. and find out, you know, because for some people it may be um, attending the funeral. Um, For some, it may be like a service or a party, you know, everyone does different things. And so you can show your support also by attending these things if they're, if they wish you to be there. Um, you can also ask people, would you, would it help to, you know, to have my support at the funeral? Um, for some people, they want smaller events for some larger, you know, it's always okay to ask. Well, that's good. Yeah. Um, there's also other ways to get your message across. Like we talked about texting, email, social media, um, I used to work for a uh, popular card company. And so (laughs) they also have sympathy cards you can send. Um, That's kind of a 
thing that's been going on kind of throughout history. Cards to express sympathy have been happening since ancient China and Egypt. Hmm. Um, They didn't really become part of European culture until about the 1500s. But most of them initially were like a death announcement. Hmm. Like a card to send out. It's a like a telegram, you know. Yeah. Or a, um, a card. Just mm-hmm. sending someone a card, but inside is bad news instead of Yeah. Well that's how the news greetings. used to travel on paper. So that's true. So it was like an announcement. Different um, times. Yeah. And those messages would have talked about the the details of the, the person's t- death. By the time it gets to them, the person's been dead like a month. Like, we got to get to this funeral, but <laughs> it takes two weeks to get there. It's a month and a right? half past. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, travel was very inaccessible, yeah. like in the 1500s uh, and before. So um, you may just find out, light a candle or do what you do, you know, whatever your ritual was. Um, so, yeah, up until like the Victorian era, and a little, a little bit after that, these were mainly just death announcement announcements. Um, during the Victorian era, these death announcements were almost like tickets, and they were required if you wanted to attend the funeral, hmm. uh, rather than actually showing any particular like sympathy or anything. That was like your expression. You would go to the funeral. Sure. Um, over Which time, is enough. Yeah. Yeah. Over time, cards became more popular. Hallmark, the company that produces cards, started making sympathy cards around the 1920s. Um, Mm. Many other card companies also produce cards. One of my favorites, uh, and she doesn't do bereavement cards yet, but I'm hoping we can maybe collaborate with her, is Drawing a Blank Cards. Uh, Mm. You can find her on Instagram. That's a friend of mine named Noelle. She's very talented and makes excellent cards for lots of occasions. Maybe we can get some sympathy cards going or some yeah. death announcements at some point. Um, yeah, so, so if, you know, people also sometimes don't know what to say in a card. Those are a little easier. Like, once again, you can use the phrases, I'm sorry for your loss. You know, we send our condolences. We send our love, things like that. I wish I was there. And then I would ask you if you would like a hug. Yeah. <laughs> and then if you said, yes, I would hug you. When I see you, I wish to give you a big hug. You know, something like that. You but know. warn me ahead of time if I'm allowed to. I will ask your consent to give you a hug and hopefully be able to hug you. You know, something like that. But if not, I will only imagine hugging you. <laughs> yeah. So there's different ways to express your sympathy to someone, you know, to show your you feel for them. Yeah. You know, that's kind of the point. Right. That's the whole jam. This whole I feel for you. I'm so sorry. It's. I mean, it's yeah. Just the whole painful. point is just so someone knows they're not alone. Yeah. And to mourn together. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So if you don't want to say something, if you're too shy to be verbal, yeah. nowadays a lot of people accept a text message. Um, text is honestly most people prefer text over calls i'm one of those <laughs> so like i like that you say most people it's funny <laughs> uh, yeah it is really most people uh <laughs> don't fucking call me just fucking send me a text not you marion but everybody. yeah uh 
And so, yeah, I think for a lot of people, especially if you're not right in my inner circle, and you'll know if you're in my inner circle. Because <laughs> uh, I don't have... Because there's like two of us? There's not what? a lot of people in there. Um, <laughs> don't call. Just don't call me. You know, Even if I love you a lot, don't call me. You know? Well, this is Chris specific, so to each your own. Exactly. That's what I was I was saying, like you're saying. There's one if you feel shy, but also if you think that person really doesn't want to, yeah, just fucking mm-hmm. send them a text. Well, the other other point I was going to make is you can send a card. Yeah, that's even better. If you but like. now you got to have their address, you know. Well, there's many our listeners vary in age range, so some people are still sending cards. You could send them one of those. E- I'll send you the demographics. E- <laughs> what were those? What were those cards? Oh, jib jab. Yeah, those. I don't know if they have bereavement ones. Um, (laughs) Where they put your face. Sometimes humor is okay too. You just got to read the room. Who are you talking to? Is this your dear friend? Is it an Mm -hmm. acquaintance? What is the situation? Yeah. Who is grieving? Is it your coworker that you only know from the lunchroom at work? You know, it's okay to say, "Hey, I'm so sorry for your loss." Or something simple, if you're an outskirt person. If you don't want to say anything and you're not super close to that person, I don't think it's always a huge deal. Yeah. You know, the grieving person is inward. They're feeling a lot. So if it's as simple as holding the elevator door because you know that person's having a shit time, small things go a long way. Yeah, but also you should just be holding the elevator door. What the fuck are you doing? If you see they want to get on, don't fucking push the close button quickly so that you can get up faster. What? Don't be a dick. This is just regular etiquette class now. We don't even. Yeah, we're like, what to say to people in grief? Whatever it is, just don't be a dick. <laughs> don't be a dick. Don't be a yeah. dick and don't make it about you. I think those are the two. Yeah, yeah. Let people feel. Yeah. Yeah, so... That's what I have for today. Um, what do you think about all that? I think it's pretty straightforward. I think uh, I don't think everyone necessarily knows that, but mm. um, I'm hope I'm hoping it's some helpful information. Yeah, um, I thought I would come across more specific things to say, but it's all boils down to those basics. Yeah, um, and I think if you can. Just be helpful. Yeah. Say I'm sorry. And be kind present. And light. And-, mm-hmm. and and I think also, like like you're saying, just being empathetic. If nothing else, just leave space for them, even if yeah. you're not talking with them about it. You know, like it isn't probably appropriate to a, a mention, like you hear that a coworker lost someone. If they don't tell you themselves, they might not want to tell you so therefore right. it's not really your place to bring it up right but that doesn't mean you can't still like buy them a coffee or you know, yeah hey hey can so, i get you i hope you're well i'm you going know. to the break room do you want a donut <laughs> yeah or however those <laughs> like, people be in nice. offices do in but fact yeah. just fucking be nice all the time <laughs> that's kind of the next step like let's this first just I... work on on being nice to grieving people but then realize that a lot of people are grieving about things that aren't death all the mm. time. And you think they're just dicks because they're in their heads about things that are happening to them. And they're not thinking about you. They're in yeah. their own world. That's kind of how I feel. Yeah. Like I, 
I mean, you've worked with me. I'm like, yeah. I try. I try as well because I say it all the time. I get, you know, working in customer service, oh. you get mistreated a lot. People yeah. who see you as you're just there to get them the thing they want. And if you don't have it, you're something <sighs> wrong with you. And then they walk away and I'll have customers go like, wow, that really sucked. And I'll go, yeah. yeah, I just, and I said this the other day to somebody and maybe I shouldn't have, but I was like, you know what? I just assumed they were having a bad day and yeah. uh, I'm not going to, not going to, Yeah, it has, it has nothing, it, that had nothing to do with me. Yeah. Uh, and I think usually it doesn't. <laughs> No, it, it almost because always has to do a, with them, unless yeah. you literally just did something shitty, right? Unless you did something personally. But other yeah. than that, yeah, it is them. They're just kind of, right. and people are dicks when they're grieving sometimes. You know, yeah. They're, 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 oh, yeah. Their temper is short. They're, they're, you know, when you don't feel good, the yeah. world around you is against you. You know what I mean? So Yeah. Uh, or it feels that way. So yeah, I, so don't, yeah, so, so maybe try to be a little more uh, gentle. Uh, yes, maybe having, a, what is it, grace, a little yeah. more grace, you know. Yeah. Leave room. You know, maybe maybe don't curse that guy out under your breath who, yeah. who treated you poorly because maybe his mom just died. Mm. Maybe. Well, listen, situations are situations. The point is... <laughs> You know, well, going back grief to grief is being around, around yeah. just as love is, you know. Yeah. And um, let people be just whatever they're being. That's, that's what I always and say. And don't let assholes get you down, <laughs> especially you in customer service, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes, though. <laughs> so oh, I know. Sometimes. I, uh. yes. That's it. Grief is hard to deal with. It's hard to know what to say. Hopefully this episode will help you know what to say to someone in grief. And feel free to send us questions, uh, examples of things you've said or things we maybe didn't think of. We'd love to hear about it. Uh, you can in message me on Instagram um, as long as they're not dick pics. Um, you can uh, well, email Well, now, let's not necessarily cut that out entirely. <laughs> if it's a pretty uh, can, dick. Listen, you can find Chris's uh, oh, Instagram through ours. He's tagged yeah. in all our posts. Uh-huh, yeah. uh, Green Mutation. Uh, so send Chris your dick pics. For me, I would like to know um, oh, anything you have to say about sympathy or grief. What to say specifically. So... Um, it's been a great season. Uh, Chris, thank you for being here with me. It's always a pleasure. Yeah, you know, it's, <laughs> it's great to be here. It's, it's, you know, spring, spring was, spring was uh, pretty rainy, pretty turbulent, but we got yeah. through it. And yeah. uh, I'm Another... looking forward to summer. Yeah, yeah, me too. So that's it, Land of the Living. We hope you live till the next season. Hasta la vista. So thank you for listening to Death is Everything. Please, if you like us, rate, review, and subscribe. You can find us on a few different social media sites. You can find us on Instagram at D period, I period, E period, underscore cast. And on Twitter at Death Every Cast. If you're interested in interviewing or being a guest, go ahead and send an email to hello at deathiseverything.com. 
and check out our website, deathiseverything.com. We have merchandise. We have all the episodes from this podcast and episodes I have been a guest on other podcasts as well. See you later, land of the living.